Good morning and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment is to practice reflection as a facilitation technique. Whatever your experience with reflecting, how well you mirror what someone is saying to you is not the point of this assignment. What is important is the attitude of mind. What you're practicing is approaching this other person as your teacher. They're assisting you to be fully here, nothing left over and nothing left out. Every interaction is a chance to be in expanded awareness, noticing your posture, your internal process, the other person's energy, their movements, tone of voice, words. You get to be absolutely fascinated, riveted by the moment, simply using the tool of reflecting to practice being in the mind of meditation. So here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, it's Erin in Massachusetts. Oh, Erin, what are you seeing? So, well, this is, I mean, I, I, I live with three people, two of whom are, well, my husband caught on to me. He's like, are you doing that thing? So <laughs> that was funny. Um, my little son, it's fun to do this with him because he just acts like a reflective listening buddy and says yes and and that's lovely um with my oldest kid which is what I want to talk about today I I just I feel so I don't want to reflect the kid like I just feel so like angry about every single thing that they say um uh-huh yeah, so I Which wasn't really Aaron, sure. I, yeah. Aaron, yeah. <laughs> you're making the best argument in the world for doing it. <laughs> uh, you know that, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. Well, meaning like they would say something and I would say it, and I would say it back. Like this morning, they ate their brother's leftover pizza. So you ate your brother. There's no food in the refrigerator. You ate your brother, which, of course, the refrigerator's full of food. So, um. I mean, is that just like throwing it back in their face or? So, uh, so, so um, well, Aaron, you know, you, you're going to have to probably step up here to a couple of more of the techniques. I, I, was, I think it was on open air that I was talking with somebody about this, that yes, there, there are occasions uh, when just reflecting somebody is, is not going to work. So, uh, you ate your brother's leftover pizza. Yes, I ate my brother's leftover pizza. There's really nowhere to go with that conversation, is there? Um, no, no. Right. And so you might, actually, now I'm hoping everybody isn't going to jump into this, okay? Because in 99% of the cases, you're going to be able to just simply reflect and have the experience that we're, that we're pointing people toward. But in a situation like this, you, you, you're going to want to say something about, like, for instance, can you, can you tell me what your motivation was? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Uh, how old is this child? 17. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, basically an adult. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Erin. <laughs> it's wrong. Well, I, you know, like, I, always, I always like to say this child is what brought me here. So thank, thank you, child. 
Thanks, thanks, child. And uh, <laughs> and again, I'm just going to go back to this is your best reason to do the best you can with this. Okay, because there'll be many occasions on which um, is this a boy or a girl? I can't remember. Did you indicate a gender? Non non non-binary human. Non-binary. Okay, so they. Uh, it, there'll be a lot of cases where they will actually talk to you and and mm-hmm. say something that you can reflect. And in these cases <laughs> when there really isn't anywhere to go with it, you're left where every parent of a difficult teenager uh, is left, which is, okay, I'm going to try not to teeth, chew my own teeth down to nubs and uh, not start hitting people and... Um, and that's your practice, right? Mm. It's like in a that, way not that really, reacting. Like, yeah. Pardon me? Like not reacting. Not, well, you, you, you remember last week <laughs> where you were doing the uh, reflecting inside your own head? That mm-hmm. would be a good opportunity to use that technique, mm. and okay. which will keep, help you stay with this person, um, Mm-hmm. And and possibly, you know, I don't know this, Aaron, but it's just possible have um, a deeper, more intuitive sense of what's going on. Mm. Rather than, you, you know, our tendency, especially when we find somebody that we struggle with, is, is just to project all over them. And, mm-hmm. and it's often not, their experience is not our experience. And so to be able to stay there, to watch your reaction, because that's, that's where your suffering is, not, not with mm-hmm. somebody else, right? Um, and so ending your suffering is, is, is not allowing ego to just jerk you around um, every time uh, something comes up that ego says it shouldn't be this way. But for you really to stay there, this is where I talk about going all Gandhi on somebody or Mother Teresa you know, where you just um, use it as an opportunity to deal with your own egocentric karma and just love all over them until they, they have nowhere to go. Mm. Now, I know mm-hmm. that's a, a tall order, mm-hmm. but it is possible <laughs> for us, especially with a child that underneath it all, we deeply love. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, mom. That's very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and Aaron, of course, a lot of a lot of time uh, on when you're out for a walk or uh, those commercials where they show <laughs> they show the mother sitting in the car screaming, um, or just uh, putting the seat back and and uh, and listening to music or whatever. But during those times when you're not called upon to be interacting with your family in this way to use that as an opportunity to talk with the mentor and, and mm. get mom all the assistance mm. and support and unconditional mm. love that she needs. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. There she goes. Thank you. Thank you, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Erin. Here's our next caller, Sherry. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. Hi, Ashwini. This is Bev. Hi, Bev. Um, it's just, it's raining here in Kentucky after about 10 days of 90 degree heat. So it's just such a beautiful, I'm just 
so happy to be here today enjoying this. Well, we wish we were there with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Thundering rain. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So um, I, the thing that I am struggling the most with when I reflect back to other people is I want the voices so desperately are trying to talk me into giving advice or, or um, you know, doing more than just reflecting or just drawing out a little. And and I guess the I just hope the guidance is I just need to keep doing it more because I'm really struggling with not putting my two cents in. Mm-hmm. Well, ego is struggling with not putting yes. two cents yes. in because you're doing such a phenomenal job of reflecting. Okay, that's good. To, that's a good way to look. <laughs> right. It is right because if if you if you weren't there attempting to uh, reflect what the person is saying really, really making sure that there's no channel by which ego can take you over and speak through you, then you're going to have a frustrated ego there escalating to attempt to to elbow you out so that it can take the floor, so to speak. Well, I know several times I have found that uh, maybe the person I'm speaking to is just really going on about something. And it, it is... There was one time in particular I just wanted to say, stop it, you know, stop, stop complaining, you know. And I knew I, as the words were about to come out, I could, I could feel my practice mm-hmm. saying, no, just listen. And I did. I didn't. I wanted so strongly to jump in and say something, and I didn't. So I guess I need to just be happy and celebrate the times just that I care and that I'm practicing. And uh, yes. But it. It's been a, and I keep thinking the more resistance, the more I hear this, then the more I know I'm, I'm headed in the, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do. Yes. Well, it, that's very wise, right, Bev, because it was dropping in for me this morning that the reason we practice is for ourselves, right? I'm really just interested in knowing, on, knowing uh, what goes on for me for seeing through it and making, m- making the choice for myself which is choice for not suffering is not to let ego get into the conversation. And so it, 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 we're so conditioned to, to care by attempting to take care of the other person rather than by caring from a place of being present and not letting ego come in. Right? We almost have to recalibrate what caring means. We don't yes, exactly. Else, yeah. Right. I, they, I am they, really seeing that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That the ability to stay with someone and make them feel heard and be in love uh, in their presence is probably going to do so much more for them uh, than because they're being bombarded by their voices. They're right. talking from that their conditioning and to to really just let that run its course and meet that. Uh, that uh, mirror of love, let's just say, yes. that, that doesn't lash out or judge or criticize or invalidate their authenticity by opposing their ego. Yes. Well, one thing that one person, of course, my daughter is very, you know, she's one of the toughest ones not to do that to. And I've, I've been, I pledge to practice just being her cheerleader, and I find when she'll call me and she'll be upset about something, if I just listen and I just say, you know, I can see that's that's a challenge, you know, and if I just listen and I always, if I end with, I love you, 
or I text her when she, and I love you. I always get, just get back such a lovely, re, she's not resistant. Yes. That's and right. I, you know, so I, I guess maybe I'll just keep working with her a lot and see because she's my uh, biggest Bo challenge. Sattva. Yes, Bo yes, Be, because you know, uh, Bev, we can see it in ourselves, right? I'm super identified, and then somebody gives me advice, and you, we yes. can, we can feel the level of resistance because yeah. what is coming in, however, if especially if it's helpful, is such a threat to the identification, yes. right? So it resists. And so just being passive or receptive in that allows the other person probably to process through the upset yes. and to just feel your love. Yeah, and I get this. I mean, as we do this, there's a way in which we are caring or if it arises for us to say something and it's not an elbow, 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 digging elbow match with ego, I get to say it, no, you get to say it, I get to say it, you get to say it. <laughs> There's something that could genuinely arise that's helpful to yeah. say, yeah. right? Right. Well, something, because I, I truly, that, that is how I feel. I just want to be people's biggest cheerleader, the people I love. So it just dropped in that maybe I need to get some pom-poms and keep the pom-poms with me when I'm talking to them, and it'll remind me to be their cheerleader. I don't know. <laughs> well, and cheerleader, because that, uh, uh, you know, if, I'm, if, you, if I keep reflecting someone, they get annoyed and they, get catch on, they catch on to don't do that, right? And so I, I project what you mean by cheerleader is their advocate, the advocate for yes. their authenticity the ability to hold their heart as practice holds yeah. ours when we're not able to. To just want them to know that all I'm here for is just to walk with them, whatever they need from me. That's, that's so, words. yeah. Yes. So, so I'll, I'll just keep practicing then. That's right. And in that way, you can stay with yourself. Right. Yeah. Yes, because I want to be my biggest cheerleader as well. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, well, thank you, Ashwini. Thanks, Bev. Asho. Yeah, sure. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Paula in Charleston. Hey, Paula. Hey, Sherry. What are you seeing? Well, I'm seeing, right now I'm just seeing how much that conversation opened my heart um, and I'm so I just feel so much happiness for this practice mm -hmm. and for the Sangha um, mm -hmm. but I'm seeing the most important or significant quality in in life may just be listening and I just what a what a what a gift what a gift to mm -hmm. Mm, be guided in yes. assignment. Well, uh, so, yes, so the most important quality for us as human beings in life is just being, right? Just and when we are then with other people, what you're noticing is just being present. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And when they have something, because, I, you know, I, I would... Uh, I think it would be regrettable if if we took this process to mean we can never <laughs> engage with other people. They oh. just they just do all the talking and we just do all the listening 
and uh, that sort of thing. That because that really isn't where we're going, is it? We want to be full, Absolutely. wholehearted participants. We just Absolutely. don't want ego to be speaking for us. Absolutely, yeah. That's just. Yes, absolutely so, Sherry. And I, um, um, you know, I've had a lot of opportunities this past week to um, interact with other people. We're very involved in um, athletics for the kids in the community and have been traveling and going to a lot of meets and that sort of thing. So lots of parents, lots of kids, and um, it's, there's, I have plenty of opportunity in my life to engage with people. Um, and sometimes my greatest challenge is, um, you know, to, to sit back and, and really, someone mentioned uh, in the song about, you know, just listening. Listen, well, I think we did this as part of the practice, listening to ourselves and um, also um, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying. Yeah, I just... well, if I may, Paula, because you, what, what you're bringing up is a really, to me, <laughs> anyway, really interesting aspect of all of this. So uh -huh. you have many interests in your life, many right. things that you are engaged in. Okay? Yeah. One of them is athletics for children. Yes. Okay? Because you have children in your life who are into athletics and therefore. Now, if you did not have those children in your life, the uh -huh. odds are really good. That is not something you would be doing. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. And so it's, if we just step back and look at the difference between, say, getting together uh, to uh, uh, meditate I don't know if people are able to do that again in person, but you, you, or, or you're in a, you're, you're uh, in a conversation with a group of people with whom you practice. Oh, say this one, um, or that sort of thing, or you're with your family, or you're with old friends, or you're with those. Those conversations are going to be really different. Yeah. And so, with these folks who are that you're with because you all have children who are engaged in this same athletic pursuit at the same time, there really isn't a whole lot that you need to um, engage with, is there? Because if you got into a conversation with them about just general life kinds of things, you might very quickly realize that you have very, a very different perspective on life than they do. Yes. Yes, that's true. And that doesn't mean, right, that doesn't mean you need to convert them to Buddhism or make meditators out of them oh, or point out to them the flaws in their parenting or yes. <laughs> uh, their health issues or anything else, that, right? It's, yes. it's, not, it's not a requirement. And so it really does become a nice way and place to just be able to be with people Listen to them, reflect them. You get to practice. You get to be present. You get to be. You you have a pleasant time with these people. We get uh -huh. to see how we can be with people. Yes, that's that's absolutely true. And um, I'm I I just I'm just so fortunate. I think that with all the different opportunities that I oh I do have yeah, to 
be with people and other yeah. you know, long-time meditators, even in person that I've known here, and we're old-timers now, <laughs> old-timers, yeah. and uh, it's 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 a I just so I'm very uh, I'm just I'm and, living and that cute. Yeah, if I may, just uh, quickly about that, Paula, uh, that we must not lose sight of the fact that all of this is in aid of our waking up and ending suffering. Yes. Right? So in each one of these situations and in every interaction, I get to be really uh, attentive to what's going on with me (laughs) because, you know, those Buddhists will point out there isn't anybody else. Yeah. Okay? I'm making all of this up. Uh, It all only exists because this is what I think and believe. It's it's my best opportunity to see how egocentric karmic conditioning keeps me in suffering, prevents me from being free. That's the whole point of what we're doing in every relationship. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you nailed it with presence is absolutely required. And yes. with presence at all, yes. there's, there's no... Um, when we're present, in, it, it's, you know, that's my experience, and I, I hear that in the guidance, is presence in every moment. There, suffering, there's not room for all this the suffering. That's, right. that's exactly right. That is exactly right. Present, uh, suffering only exists because we're not present. When we're present, there are no problems, there are no issues, there are no difficulties. Yeah. So if we never lose sight of that, then uh, we can't go too far afield. Because uh, even if we're in a situation where we are in the process of grinding our teeth down to stubs, um, that's a lot, that's a, that's a big workshop on yeah. how suffering happens for me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Paula. Thank you very thank you. much for that. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye for now. Thanks, Paula. Next caller, you are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Uh, hi, it's Todd calling from Kelowna. Hey, Todd. Hey, Ashwini. Hi, Sherry. Um, yeah, I love this exercise of reflective listening. I've been doing it a while, so it... Uh, kind of in a way is something I do uh, almost in every interaction with folks and what I was watching is um, how how relaxing it is because it's it's the greatest tools I think in practice one of the best tools are reflecting and and projection and and knowing that I'm projecting and folks I'm interacting with are projecting and not taking anything personally. Mm. I, I can just relax and um, know that none of it's about me. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so even, relaxing. E- even if they're yeah, even if they're coming from ego, that's okay because I, I can see in them what's in me, mm-hmm. and that takes me to compassion. Yes, yes, that's so beautiful. Uh, thought that you mentioned reflecting and projecting because projecting gives us information about where we are and where the other person is <laughs> and really gets yeah. to it's not about me and right. reflecting is the concrete way by which I keep eye out of the conversation so it, in all ways that, that, that expanded awareness with those two in awareness assists yeah. us really not to get identified 
Yes. And as and moves moves us to that place of compassion that you're talking about because if I'm if I'm here able to keep ego out from uh, ego from me with it that is I'm not identified with it then it's mm-hmm. possible to see identification happening everywhere and to understand what's actually going on right it's not about me yeah. it's not even about them we're all no. possessed <laughs> right <laughs> by the program. <laughs> and so then I can see that there's no reason yeah. for me to, to take it personally, and I can only see that if I'm not possessed. Yes, yes. And for the longest time, I, I didn't do well before practice around folks. I, there was so much angst, so much self-hatred, so much other hatred, and, and I really was very, very antisocial. And through practice and through uh, obtaining these skills and practicing them, I, I really enjoy people. I enjoy being with them. I enjoy, uh, as in the write-up, I'm, I am fascinated to see and be with other humans and just to see the, you know, the, just to, 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 to you know, yeah. interact and, and see authenticity and see ego and interplay and, and, and build relationships, which I didn't have before. And it's, it's all part of being the sentient being, I think. Yeah, well, we, we say we don't like people, but really what we don't like is ego, right? Yes. And so yes. then if we can see that everyone is, is, everyone is authenticity, mm-hmm. and I have the ability to connect to that authenticity, then the programming becomes just, as you said, something that one can be fascinated by and have compassion yeah. for all of us who get identified in that way. Right. Yeah. 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 Great. Thank it's you so a, much. A I appreciate way of it. Being in the world. It is. Wonderful way of being. Deep gosh and gratitude. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank Thanks you, Sandra. God. Sherry, we have time for one more caller. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Sherry. This is Lori in Northern California. Hey, Lori. Um, let's see. What are you actually, seeing? What I saw this morning, something dropped in that uh, has really been helpful for me um, in in looking at the difference between when I'm identified and when I'm being present, which is easier for me to access when I'm not around people. But um, so this morning, what dropped in was something I learned in a self defense class decades ago. Uh, the difference between they called it soft eyes and hard eyes. And that people, if you have hard eyes when you're walking around, you're just focused on sort of where you're going and you're not aware of your environment and lots of, you know, things could happen to a person that way. And then soft mm-hmm. eyes is being just more open and aware of the environment. And some, somehow for me, that phrase helped me feel uh, – physically feel the shift between, you know, mm. um, and gosh, when you called it collapsed us, uh, awareness and more expanded mm-hmm. awareness. And uh-huh. I don't know, just for, for Ooh, me, that's, that's, been, that's been helpful. Yeah, well, that's very good, isn't it? Because uh, those hard eyes are really focused on me. Yes. Right? Ego has hard eyes. Yeah. You know, this. Yeah, I'm going somewhere. I'm doing something. I'm, I'm important. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm important. I'm busy. Yes, exactly. I got, yeah. Oh, and and then those soft and... eyes are, oh, yeah, here we are. We're all alive here. And so, yes, in that expanded awareness, 
what's also possible is if something is dangerous, right? Which is why the self-defense people point these things out, right? But if I'm so absorbed in me, I don't notice anything around me, it's very dangerous on every level. Yeah, that's what I love. It's so consistent. It's dangerous on every level. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, that's very good. I really yeah, like and it's funny because, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Well, it's just that it's from self-defense. That's what fascinates me. And, and it's that, it, it's that what's, what's being, in quotes, defended, uh, they had to do the little fingers in the air, you know, thing, uh, is, is awareness, right? The self is the authentic self that is being defended from ego. Yeah. I love that. That's, I love that. That's great. Broad application here, huh? Mm-hmm. I love seeing the bigger, being able to apply things and see the bigger picture from, from that. Yes. Well, and Lori, I, I want to ask you about something about that because, um, so this class, this course that you took was decades ago, and it just dropped in right, the, that phrase dropped in, and you saw the application. You realized, you felt that shift. To me, that is the miraculous place we're going for. Yeah, thank you. That's true. It just, it did. It just dropped in. It was nothing I was trying to figure out. That's right. It just dropped in when you were present, when you were open, when you were ready, when you could see it, and if we give uh, the intelligence that animates us a chance, it's going to do that moment by moment by moment. Oh, thank you for that. I have a hard time trusting that, and that, that's, that's helpful. Yeah, and of course, again, it's hard eyes that don't trust it, right? Uh, yeah, and they, exactly. they're invested, <laughs> right? They're invested in not trusting it. Uh, but those soft eyes, it's just like, yeah. And, you know, it, staying with that, it, it will begin to drop in for you all of the times that are similar to this. When something just came to you, just kind of out of the blue, you weren't doing anything, you weren't expecting anything, and it just arrived and it changed you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank well, you so fun. much. This this helps. Soft me. eyes, go happy. <laughs> Thank <Yeah. laughs> you. Go happy. Thanks everybody. All right. Thanks, Lori. Bye. Thanks, Lori. What a wonderful show, Sherry. And that brings us to the end of it. And we'll talk to callers mm-hmm. tomorrow again. Yes. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.